0: Fourth of July. Former President Obama was called out for plans to hold a star-studded birthday party at his home on Martha's Vineyard with COVID on the upswing. He's just canceled in favor of a smaller celebration. He turned 60 today. The CDC's issued a 60-day moratorium on evictions to replace the old one that expired Saturday. CBS's Weijia Zhang. The CDC cited the intense spread of the Delta variant and how slowly funds were going out to people who really needed help to justify the new ban and warned An uptick in evictions could trigger new spikes in COVID cases. What's next for New York Governor Andrew Cuomo? New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio tells CBS this morning.
1: If you assault a woman, if you do something against her will sexually, that's
0: criminal. And the Albany County District Attorney is looking at that, and I think he should be charged. A state investigation found Cuomo sexually assaulted 11 women. He's refusing, calls to resign. It's been a good day for American women at the Summer Olympics. CBS's Jamie Ugas is in Tokyo. Sydney McLaughlin breaking her own world record on her way to Tokyo gold in the women's 400 hurdles. American teammate Dalila Muhammad, who won gold in this event in Rio, finished just behind McLaughlin for silver. The Fish and Wildlife Service is putting emperor penguins on the endangered list. CBS's Vicki Barker. Scientists say two-thirds of emperor penguin colonies will be on the brink of extinction by 2050, 98 percent by the end of this century. The hope is that listing them as a threatened species will trigger new attempts to save them. This is CBS News.
2: CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. At Shell, we know from the time you get up to the time you wrap up, Good night. there's a lot of meetups, eat-ups, and hurry-ups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the Fuel Rewards Program and never pay full price for gas again and snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell, and engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium and See full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com.
0: You're always up for some fun with the family. So you order the essentials, a new board game, some baking supplies, and even a new projector for outdoor movie night. And with the Bank of America Customized Cash Rewards Credit Card, you can choose to earn 3% cash back on online shopping, which could increase to up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member. Rewards which you can put toward an extra treat that everyone will enjoy, like an old-fashioned popcorn machine. Visit bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding and apply now. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. Some athletes got a little too rowdy at the Olympics. Aussie athletes reportedly destroyed their rooms at the Olympic Village. The Australian Olympic Committee says rowing and rugby teams finished their events at the summer games, then went on a rowdy, drunken rampage. Officials say they left vomit and a hole in the wall, among other things, before leaving Tokyo. The two teams have since apologized, and the Australian Olympic Committee says it won't take disciplinary action. Australia's rowing team won two gold medals at the games. Rugby placed seventh. In the men's event, Monica Ricks, CBS News. He's already played Salt Lake City. Garth Brooks moves on to Kansas City this weekend and then Lincoln, Nebraska. But he says he'll pause plans after that to reassess whether to continue his stadium tour because of the new surge in COVID cases. He's already scheduled a three-week break after that stop in Nebraska. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News.
1: Oil drilling investments involve a high degree of risk and are only suitable for SEC accredited investors. Attention high net worth investors. Oil and gas investments have always been an ideal tax advantage and have been a way to invest and take a 100% write-off. The new administration is threatening to take this away. Take advantage now before it's too late. Invest in domestic oil drilling for a full tax credit this year. When you invest in oil, you get a 100% tax write-off. The pent-up demand from the pandemic has created the perfect storm for oil prices to soar. Support domestic U.S. oil and natural gas drilling and make your patriotic investment to get a complete 100% tax deduction write-off. If you are liquid for a $100,000 investment, call Encore Energy at 800 287 6691. That's 800 287 6691. 800 287 6691. That's 800 287 6691.
2: CBS Sports Brief Summer Games. Here's correspondent Steve Futterman.
3: Here in Tokyo today, another world record, this time in the women's 400-meter hurdles. American Sydney McLaughlin breaks her own world record, covering the distance in 51.46 seconds, finishing second another American, Dalila Mohammed, her second-place time also faster than the previous record. McLaughlin happy the U.S. gets gold and silver. We're
4: just two great athletes pushing each other to be our best, and at the end of the day, we both represent the same country.
3: In women's basketball, the U.S. women's team joins the American men in advancing to the semifinals. The U.S. women beat Australia today 79-55, to 55, next up Serbia. And that 24-year-old female Belarus sprinter who refused to return to her country, today she left on a flight to Vienna. Poland has offered her a visa on humanitarian grounds. CBS Sports Brief, Summer Games. I'm Steve Futterman in Tokyo. Jay Farner here, CEO of Rocket
2: Mortgage and Rocket Companies. Last year, we saw historically low mortgage interest rates. What you may not know is that interest rates are already starting to increase, and it's likely that trend is only going to continue. Our team of experts is standing by to help you save before rates go up. Don't look back and wish that you would take an action. Call 833-8ROCKET or visit rocketmortgage.com. Rocket. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender license in all 50 states and MLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030.
1: Daily reports at the stock market's close. Tune in at 5.30 tonight on WATH to stay informed about your money. The Stock Market Report is brought to you by Goldsberry Wealth Strategies, serving Athens County since 2005. The Goldsberry Wealth Strategies Stock Market Report airs exclusively in Athens County on 970 WATH weekdays at 5.30 immediately after our local newscast. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services,
2: Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Advisors, Inc. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a registered broker dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals.
1: I love my kids so much. I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3
0: a.m you win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
5: What in the world is going on now? Find out every weekday at 8 a.m. and 7 p.m. on the World News Roundup from CBS News Radio and on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH.
6: Weenie Wednesday.
5: Corn dogs
2: and
1: regular hot dogs, 99 cents each. Open 10.30 a.m. until 10 o'clock p.m. Head on over to Larry's Doghouse over on West Union Street in Athens. I'm John. You may know me as a commercial lender, but I'm also a craftsman and a dog dad.
2: At Park National Bank, we're more than our job titles, and you're more than an account number. You get personal attention and direct access to a caring, compassionate banker who respects and responds to your needs and goals. Find John or a banker near you at parknationalbank.com. Park National Bank, where you mean more. Member FDIC, parknationalbank.com. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard.
3: Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Quality.
1: You hear that word a lot in commercials, but there's one business in town whose quality and prices are unsurpassed. I'm talking about Minuteman Press on Washington Street right next door to the Donkey Cafe. Uptown. You see, Minuteman Press is a hybrid. First, it's a full-service sheet-fed press where they can create great art to meet your needs that the other places are simply unable to do. And they're also a complete copy shop as well. Minuteman Press on Washington between court and Congress. 593-7393 593 That's 593
3: Lifelong ambitions, national pride, and fierce competition are in full display in Tokyo And we're here to bring you the results and the drama behind them CBS Sports Briefs from the Summer Games Your ticket to history On Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH I M E P T Inept Tech Two, four, six, eight. Who do we
2: appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw.
5: Well, Coach Turf, here we are at midweek, and normally at this time we discuss some aspect of inept tech football. This is the...
4: This this is my favorite part of the program.
5: I was uh, noticing that several of the teams, both in college and the professional ranks, are using a formation called the shotgun formation, and you were telling me that uh, that formation actually developed at nf tech several years ago
4: well that's right that this goes back to 1961 and uh, most folks probably don't realize but uh, they they probably think that the uh, shotgun formation is named after the quarterback because quarterback stands a little bit further back in the backfield than he does at the regular formation they think that it's named after because where the quarterback stands but that ain't right that ain't not right at all because back in 1961 we had a center name of a shotgun snapman, and, a, and shotgun, he could hike that ball so hard that the quarterback didn't want to stand right underneath him. He had to stand back a little further, about 10 yards, and that's how come they call it the shotgun formation. It's named after the center, shotgun snapman, back of NF Tech, class of 61, and don't have nothing to do with the quarterback.
5: That formation is somewhat uh, similar to the old single wing formation, isn't it,
4: coach? Well, that's right. You know, single wing, double wing, triple wing, everybody's heard of them. But we had in, innovative back in N.F. Tech something called the 4 wing. The 4 wing where the quarterback stands about 10 yards back. The halfback stands about 8 yards back. The fullback stands about 6 yards back. And the wide receiver stands about 4 yards back. And they're all there back there in the backfield. And the, and, and, and the center could center the ball at any one of them. And so we had a four-pull attack where people running in four different directions at the same time.
5: I'll be back to talk more inept tech football history with Coach Turf right after we pause for this message.
7: And the Art Turf Show proudly sponsored by Beano Extra Strength Tablets. They contain a natural enzyme that breaks down the complex carbohydrates found in many foods making them easier to digest so they don't cause gas.
5: Beano. (laughs) Coach Turf, another piece of football lore that developed here at NAFT Tech was the term the lonesome end, and I think you were telling me that you actually developed that play.
4: Well, that's right. You know that was invented right here at NF Tech. A lot of folks is under the false suspicion that it was invented by somebody else at some other program, but they're not right. It came about right here. I remember back in 1957, we had a boy on the ball team named of uh, Dog Breath Duncan. Dog Breath, one of my uh, personal favorites. He was a end. He was a wide receiver, and uh, he never did go into the huddle because the other boys on the ball team wouldn't let him in there. You know, uh, he, they made him stand outside the huddle 10, 20, 30 sometimes even 40 yards away from the huddle, and he'd stand out there and make up his own plays, make up his own pass patterns, and that worked out real good. And the fact that he was out there all by himself is the reason they call it the lonesome end.
5: So that play actually developed
4: here at Inept Tech. Just it, like a lot of other plays that uh, has started right here, and folks don't know that, and that's the reason for this here program.
5: And this young man actually gave more to the school than his four years of eligibility.
4: Well, that's right. Not only that, he give us something else. You know, he he give uh, the game of football something else even after he is dead and gone.
5: What legacy did he leave behind, Coach?
4: Well, he loved N. E. P. Tech. He loved the oysters. He loved football so much he wanted to hang around even after he was gone. And so we buried him on the football field in what you call now your coffin corner.
1: Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970
0: and 97.1 FM, WATH!
8: 68 degrees right now, uh, that is to say outside, and sort of partly sunny, I think it's going to get really sunny here pretty soon. This is the party line on 970, WATH. 97.1 on FM as well. And today, a free-for-all edition. Did you know there was an election yesterday?
7: Yes, I did. If you uh, want to turn around and take a look at this, I didn't get one of those. You didn't. You got slided. I got a pen to use. Really? From a plastic bag, a sanitized pen. Okay. And you use it to sign the screen with. And then you make the click and go use it for voting if Hmm. you choose to do so. But it came out of a, uh,
8: like a Ziploc bag. uh, Maybe I wasn't paying attention. But when I went to um, to vote yesterday, which was around four or 30, 5 o'clock, um o'clock, they weren't um, at the community center, uh, is where my precinct votes, and they didn't have um, they didn't have the stickers saying I voted. Nor did they have um, what you're describing—the pens and everything. Yeah. Now maybe they
7: did, and I just wasn't paying attention. Could be. Well, these were in a like I said, a baggie, and it had a the pen had a little stylus on the end of it, mm-hmm. the soft part that you can use on screens. That's what I used to sign. Yeah. Sign signature. Presented an ID. Well, she. she uh,
8: the, the, in fact, when I went to sign on the screen. I saw this little thing over there that looked like a stylus, and I said, do you want me to use that? She said, that or your finger. So I just used my finger. You fingered it. Yeah.
7: (laughs) So anyway, the... um, Okay, did you present an ID? uh, Yes. Yes, okay. Me, too. There, we've had that discussion about presenting voter IDs. Well, I mean, uh, your driver's license. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And well, anyway, that's... They, they checked for the expiration date on mine, too. Did they check your expiration date? I don't know. She looked at it okay. briefly. Okay. Yeah. They checked mine, and you know, she said somebody came in earlier that had an expired... Didn't know it, eh? Yeah. Expired yeah. driver's license, and it therefore it was invalid to use really? as an ID. Yeah, they couldn't accept it.
8: Well... I had uh, whipped out my veterans thing, would that have been official, you know? I don't know. I would think, yeah. Oh, I bet it would have, yeah, even if my I driver's think. license had expired, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we do have a caller. Uh, good morning. Uh, well, maybe we don't. Maybe we don't. Maybe we do. Now we do. Good morning.
9: Yes, you do. Um the city utility bill works quite nicely.
8: You, oh, you can take that sort of thing in? Yes. Okay.
9: You could take your electric bill, you could take your gas bill, and um, yes, it says a utility but bill. The, and I you do know,
8: that. the one thing about... That.
9: I don't want them to see how fat I am on my driver's
8: license. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I mean, you know... A, 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 Although
9: it's four a, years old,
8: Well, so, pho- yeah. It would seem to me a photo ID. I mean, <laughs> you could get a copy of a a, a utility bill out of the trash. You know what I mean?
9: Well, my husband was right next to me, and he used his his uh, driver's license. Okay. I brought my driver's license. I brought many means of, of identification. Sure, sure. But I'm a rebel, so, you know, if the utility bill works.
8: Okay. <laughs> well, anyway.
9: And I know someone else who's using an ID that's quite old, but the picture still matches up with the face. So. Yeah. They, they are disabled and they have no means to buy a brand new one. And I've said before on this program, and I'll say it again, if the state wants you to have an ID, then they should provide a state ID and they should provide it free of charge. After all, the, the, the government is covering the COVID-19 uh, uh, vaccinations, which is a shame, that, and I'll, I'll go over into that little later just briefly. On your program, on your newscast, what was in the last couple of days, We were told as citizens of this country that all of the uh, vaccinations have been tossed out because they're not used. What a shame. We could have sent them to Mexico or India or someplace else. If someone doesn't want to get a vaccination, other people are standing in line in the world that would love to have them.
8: Well, um, I'm not real familiar with what you're speaking of, but. um,
9: Well, you don't listen to your news broadcast. You know, I. I know you're a busy man. Yeah. Um, I understand that. You've got lots of other duties, but uh, I, I love your... your there's there's podcast.
8: occasionally times when some of these are compromised by the temperature at which they were kept. Um, mm-hmm. What Wasn't it yesterday that our president said we're going to provide so many billion um, to other nations? So many billion... Um, Doses. Thank you. Doses to other nations. So I, I'm not sure I understand.
9: There were well, the, the, <clears throat> this, you can look it up on whatever news source that you use, but it, it was on your news program several times that that indicated uh, because they weren't used and it's it's and they do have limitations on the on the lifespan of the sure. vaccinations. Sure. So you know, even getting them to other countries. Uh, I don't know if the one of the three that we always talk about, if they all have to be uh, refrigerated or not, but there are places in the, in the world that don't have refrigeration for these things. So I think there might have been one of these three vaccinations that okay. doesn't require the, the – um, but then, you know, the, the efficacy of these, uh, of say Johnson & Johnson isn't as good as, as the other two, which is a, a higher percentage of, of uh, uh, protection.
8: Yeah, and you know, I don't want to get into those sort of arguments because I just want people to do it.
9: And I am so happy that you want them to, and I'm so happy that you encourage them to. I think you're one of our best cheerleaders for encouraging people, and you do it in a fashion that is not offensive, and um, uh, it certainly is not shovey or pushy or anything. It just you just want people to get. To be protected. I, I
8: want. Um, it's not because I'm scared of myself. I I don't want them to get ill.
9: Right. You don't want them to be ill. Yes. Okay. I'm proud of what you do with that one caller. You always have, that you got him to get the get the vaccination, and and that's good. And he's not he's not regretted, and I'm certain. Thank you so much.
8: Okay. Bye bye. Um, let's see here. So the election. Okay. I said to my wife in the morning... I, I probably shouldn't tell this... But I said in the morning... What time do you want to go to, the, to vote? And her reaction was kind of like... Now, bear in mind... She had a very busy day planned. But she said... I don't know what I'm voting on. I don't know... Anything about any of the candidates or anything. And frankly... I didn't either. But I did go vote. Um, okay, so... Statistically speaking, let's do that first. Athens County. Uh, we have 35,977 registered voters here, okay?
7: How many do you think came and voted? Uh, I have no idea. I'll, I'll say 15%.
8: Less than 10%. 3,398 voted. Now, get this. Okay, of the 35,000, almost 36,000 registered voters here in Athens County, there are 7,700. I'm rounding these numbers off. Forgive me, folks. 7,700 are Democrats. 2,800 are Republicans and 25,400 are nonpartisan. I think that's remarkable.
7: Yeah, that's pretty telling numbers.
8: Now, uh, what about voters' can't, uh, ballots cast yesterday? As I said, uh, just, just shy, two votes shy of 3,400 people voted yesterday in our county. Uh, Almost 1,800 of them were Democrats. Almost 1,600 of them were Republican. And seven were nonpartisan. Okay, unless I'm mistaken, oh, it could be over here on the Ames Township thing. Uh, what I'm getting at is the seven nonpartisans, they wouldn't have anything to vote on except in one place, and that's the Ames Township stuff. We had a, um, what do you call it, liquor option uh, vote there, which um, since, we don't, since you and I, Scott, we don't live in Ames Township, we didn't have the option to vote there.
7: Yeah. And uh, where but I voted, the only thing I was had, that had the opportunity to vote on was the uh, 15th Congressional District.
8: Right. Same here. Although the 11th was also uh, involved, but uh, not in where
7: we live. Yeah, that's in northeast Ohio. Uh, well. Predominantly.
8: Uh, yes, you're right. I'm getting a little confused. Anyway, let's see here. Yes, you're correct. Okay, let me get back to business. So this Ames Township thing, what was that all about? Well, a very nice place I enjoy going to is the Dutch Creek Winery. And it's, um, well, it's out there by Dutch Creek, right? Imagine that. So they had asked uh, the voters to approve their ability or permission to sell their products on Sunday as well. And it was approved. Um, Let's see. Uh, I'm going to say it was approved by three-quarters of the vote. rather than giving you specific numbers. So, uh, to Paul and his wife out there, uh, the Freedmans, nice couple. So congratulations. Okay. Now, statewide. Let's see here. Here in Athens County, we the only thing we could uh, look at is the 15th district, as Scott mentioned. Um, why am I losing my place here? Oh, okay. So there were two candidates running for to be a candidate, for the 15th district Congre- congressional seat, two Democratic candidates, and there were two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. 12, I, I think it's twelve candidates <laughs> that wanted to uh, run as a Republican for the 15th seat. Okay. So on the Democratic side, Athens County approved. Uh, Allison Russo, 85% of the vote. Statewide, she also
7: um, won. Well, it wouldn't be statewide, it would only be in that district. But,
8: yeah, but I mean, the 15th district covers more than just Athens. Correct. Athens County, that is. Correct. So, yes. uh, she got uh, 85% of the vote here. She got 84% of the vote within the full district. Yeah. Okay, now, much more complicated from my point of view was the, Re- the Republican... Representative to run for Cong- congressional 15. Like I said, we—I forgot how many I counted. Nine, ten, whatever it was. Eleven. 11. Actually, 11. yeah.
7: Okay. I count eleven. One,
8: two, three, four. 5, 6, Here in Athens County. 10, you You said? Okay. Here in Athens County, 38% of the voters, which is the highest of all, uh, approved of the candidate Mike Carey. That's 606 people. Statewide, no, 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 once again, district wide, he also got the approval. He got 37% of the vote and a total within the district of 18,600 and some votes, right? So it's going to be Russo versus Kerry. And that will occur. This was a special election, right? Yes. So that'll just occur in a few months. This will be in November, right? I
7: think that's how it works, yes. Okay.
8: Well, anyway, so there you go. Um yeah What's this here?
7: Oh, Chantel Brown. Yeah, that's the other the 11th district I think that we talked about earlier. She was the Democratic nominee. Oh yeah, okay, now. She won the special election to be the Democratic nominee.
8: And Laverne Gore
7: is the Republican nominee for that district. Okay.
8: I had this pretty well organized till I walked in here.
7: You did pretty good there.
8: <laughs> Today is National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day.
7: Yum.
8: Is there anything more...
7: Delish? delish.
8: Well, <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to say, is there any cookie that cookie. is more popular Yeah. or more made in greater quantity
6: than chocolate chip cookies?
8: Let's go to our phones. Good morning.
6: Good morning. I love chocolate chip cookies. Yep. Oh, man, gosh, they're just the greatest. When you talk about election uh, turnout, you've got to remember that the 15th district only covers portions of Athens County. Right. So there, not all um, precincts were open. I asked at the uh, community center, I said, but when you're over at that place where you usually vote, we were back... In the back of the gym of the community center to vote yesterday, I said you were all spread out and you seemed to. But I said here you just seemed to be one little line. And he said they said mm-hmm. those are only certain precincts here. That's why you guys have all that other stuff. So that's why the count can't can't be considered that dismal because not not everybody was eligible to vote for this in the county. And right. the voters guide two thousand. 21 came out by the League of Women Voters around the first part, the first week of July. And that gave you all the information you needed to know about voting, what the candidates were. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right, there were 12 candidates for the Republican one, but about six or seven of them didn't respond at all. But uh, well, how did the Ames' vote go? I forget what it you Did that uh, pass? or
8: it, it passed
6: past so
8: um, in the future uh, Dutch Creek Winery will be able to have Sunday sales
6: and I saw those little baggies when I was there earlier in the day the baggies with was with, with the pen and with oh, the,
8: oh, oh, oh I get it I what Scott it. was talking about
6: yeah but they they weren't passing them out like uh, they should I know I had to use my finger on that screen that you have to sign. She, she gave pens. me the,
8: the choice, and I just used my finger.
6: But, well, if you tried to use that other thing, it wouldn't work for some members of my family either. So we just used our finger. Isn't that silly? <laughs> when, there, when you come with a utility bill, as I said before, it's not just the utility bill that proves that that's you. You have to sign. They s- Compare your signature. They have to look at the address. If you pick up a utility bill for somebody out in Millfield, you're not going to be able to use it down here at the community center. You know, yeah. it, it, it makes sense. That the utility bill works, and things like uh, bus pass, that the city issues for disabled or whatever. This is a picture on it. That's that's usable for too, as an ID, as long as it's a government issued thing. So your your veterans thing that would certainly. Be usable.
8: Yeah, it, you know, what I thought they wanted was a photo ID, and I guess that isn't all that important, but I thought it was. No, a photo ID so is not required. So your driver's, driver's license, of course, has your photo on it, and my, yeah. my um, veterans thing has uh, my photo on it. And
6: well, you're right. For a lot of Republicans, this photo ID is a big deal, and that's one reason... I think the Republicans are <laughs> they're dying off, and there just won't be that many people to vote in the Republicans in the future if they insist on not getting vaccinated. Oh, now I see where you're going. Okay. So, but the other thing is, you've changed the people that you give the uh, stock market report. I know you're now giving Goldsberry's right. team a chance at 5.30 at night. It's, it's a nice report. The one that... It uh, was at noon. It dropped off, huh?
8: Uh, frankly, um, I think that's in the future. It'll come back.
6: You know what would be nice to come back? Uh, the, the noon news. Even if you repeat the oh, three. Oh, I know. I, even the, if you repeat those three things that the noon river the, does in the morning, back-to-back back then, you'd have a nice newscast.
8: Uh,
6: and they, you sometimes give a sheriff's report at the noon news. I know. Anyway, I'm still rallying for noon new news. I, that's a good time of the day to catch up on what you didn't hear at 6:30 or 7:30 or 8:30, or it, you don't hear it. I called it noon epic. Noon epic, right?
8: <laughs> okay.
6: And if you don't hear it, then then you have to try to catch it at 3:30, 4:30, or 5:30. Uh, but they do a He does a nice job in the morning, and I don't always catch him because I I sleep through some of them or something like that, and if I could get caught up at noon, that would be awfully nice.
8: Well, Thank I, don't, you I don't know what we're going to do.
6: Okay. Okay. Thank, Thank you. And thanks for giving us the results to the election. Sure. And River did, too, this morning.
8: Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> That's his job. Yes. <laughs> okay. i got to go. So let's see here. Today we said National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. It's all, There's one more thing on here. National Coast Guard Day. You know, when we think of the branches of military, um, I hope all of you remember that the Coast Guard is a branch as well. And I've known uh, some people who have served in that capacity. All right. Now, Scott, I brought a report in. Yes. And I got really confused with it, and you seem to just automatically know what it meant. But let me let me just um, let me get my computer running here. Okay. okay. Now, can you pass me your copy for a minute? Yes. Okay. So this is. Um, I can't recall if this is, um, what's that, those studies I use a lot. The Wallet Hub? Yeah. Yeah. I can't recall if this is Wallet Hub. Yeah, or I think it is, from what s- I read. Or something else. Okay. We, we're we getting another caller here, I think. Okay. And then I'll watch. It just stopped flashing. Okay. Sing a song. No, I, I was kidding. Okay, <laughs> they, they stopped calling, so I'll go back to this. Now now it starts running again. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's see what's right, going we'll on start here. start the song. Good morning. You're on the air.
10: Your voicemail cut me off.
8: <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I know.
10: <laughs> really good at that. Um, I think about the driver's license. Yes. Uh, the governor suspended the renewals, and I got a notice in the mail that um. If your has, well, Good heavens! If it has expired within six months, to get re uh, get it redone. Okay. So I don't know how they could not take the lady or whoever it was license when he has given amnesty, sort of.
8: Yeah. yeah. You know,
10: on the renewal date because of that pandemic, uh. which I call pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, I just wanted to put my two cents worth in this morning.
8: Now, it <laughs> could it could be that they um they meaning the Board of Elections um workers um uh, are aware of that and worked within that. But um maybe someone that we heard about somebody heard Maybe it was beyond that six months for some yeah,
10: reason. Yeah, I never thought about that. We,
8: we just don't know the details, really. Yeah,
10: but I just thought I'd throw that out there. And I got a big surprise when I went to vote. Uh, one of the poll workers said he knew my granddaughter, he had coached her in softball. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I didn't know anybody remembered her all this time. And he said he they keep in touch. Facebook,
8: That's and neat. when he
10: goes down there, they go uh, out to dinner. When she comes up, they go out to the Omni Cafe, and it it was very pleasant.
8: Yeah, of course.
10: Because She she played um, softball with Alex. She had an arm, too, so um, that was great. That was yeah. a great day for me.
8: Neat story.
10: Yeah, you guys have a good day.
8: Okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. See, so this is uh, a report entitled, Most and Least Equitable School Districts in Ohio. Equitable, what does that mean to you?
7: Well, equitable, obviously the root word equal, equal support based on household income and expenditures per child in the school district. To see where it lands, where the equitable part of it lands. Okay, so here we have. Are they spending it equally in each district? Where do they rank? Obviously, we know they don't.
8: Here we have a report of 609. 609 school districts in the state of Ohio. And they rank them. And it's not in terms of. How well they educate the kids. But. There's there's two columns. One is called. Well there's a bunch of columns. But one is called. Um, expenditures. For public elementary and secondary schools per pupil. And then the other one is income by school district. Except what you think it means, Scott, is what families.
7: The average household income for each particular district. Well, if they said that, I'd sure understand it better. Yeah, actually, I think there are two metrics there on the front page that you're looking at at the bottom there. The front page. There you go. If you look in that bottom paragraph, it'll explain what their criteria is. Okay.
8: Well... I'll get to that. Let me read a little bit before it. So it says, while the United States is one of the most educated countries in the world, it doesn't provide the same quality elementary school or secondary school education to all students. Okay. Going on. In many states, more affluent school districts receive a greater amount of funding per student than poorer districts. Discrepancies between the rich and poor have been exasperated uh, even more this year by the pandemic, COVID. Low-income students have suffered the greatest learning loss due to partial or total remote learning. One contributing factor factor is that um, people in low-income districts are less likely to have the technology resources they would require. States that provide equitable funding to all school districts can help prevent poor students from having lower graduation rates, lower rates of pursuing higher education and smaller future incomes than their wealthy peers the difference is dramatic college graduates have 524 to these are dollars have between $524 to $1112 higher median weekly earnings and people with a high school diploma or no college experience, and no college experience. And by the way, the range depends on what the degree is, you know, in what topic, what subject. Last paragraph. Ohio has the 21st most equitable school districts in the U.S. overall. But some districts within the state are fairer than others. To find out where school funding is distributed most equitably, Hub, there it is, scored 610 districts in Ohio based on two metrics, the average household income and the expenditures for public elementary and secondary schools per pupil.
7: Okay. Now, what they don't give us is the student population included in those districts. So, obviously, that's going to be a variable that will factor into the formula that you are going to uh, talk about the numbers coming up here, where schools rank. We're, we're going to do that together. So,
8: in the, the, the thing that they printed... Okay, the number one ranked in the in the state and Scott, you you're on it too, I think, is Twin Valley Community Local. They expend eleven thousand nine hundred and eighty one dollars per pupil
7: yes almost 12000 per student but the income by school
8: district is 64018 yeah the, so you're saying the average household income that's correct is 6418 correct now ranked second out of 610 is Youngstown City School District. Okay, I've never thought Youngstown was all that um, wealthy or something like that, and indeed they aren't, because where the income per household in that Twin Valley was sixty-four thousand. In Youngstown is twenty nine thousand three hundred and forty two. But the expenditures on students where Twin Valley had eleven well, let's call it twelve thousand per student. Youngstown's almost nineteen thousand per student.
7: Yeah. Almost seven thousand dollars more per student. But with a, that's why they rank so high because of their average household income being so low, but yet they spend more per student. Okay. And again, we, we must emphasize we do not have the student population numbers. How many kids are in this school district for... You know, what they mentioned earlier about the districts of elementary and secondary schools.
8: We have 610 school districts. I went through here. I was watching the Olympics last night and highlighted some. And I'm going to scroll down. So, But these are presently in order of ranking. So the first one that caught my eye was Lakewood Local. Lakewood is a Cleveland suburb. My Uncle Dean was the, uh, what do you call it, the uh, president of the Board of Education. Um, He's gone now, great guy. And frankly, the Hopkins Airport is named after him, Cleveland Hopkins Airport. Anyway, Lakewood Local was ranked 17th in the state. Scroll down. Liquid City was ranked 84th in the uh, state. Okay, now, the reason I picked some of these, I, I, I can't really answer. I just did. Columbus City School District. 113th. Arlington local. 120th.
7: Now that's Upper Arlington? So, we we yeah, would presume? Well, yes. Okay.
8: Now, so scroll down on your report to 113 and 120. And. As a financial dude that you are and have <laughs> been with, the, like the um, uh, Ohio Athletics and everything. Okay. What's your look at Columbus and then Upper Arlington? Okay. What what what's uh, what glares at you there? Now, you know we think of Upper Arlington as being kind of a high class, expensive suburb.
7: Yeah. So well, so their
8: income there.
7: Is 62350 three, fifty average mm-hmm. per household? Yep, about sixteen thousand more than Columbus City School District. And yet,
8: Columbus spends
7: more on each student than Upper Arlington. Mm-hmm. Nearly five thousand more. Yeah. Now, per how student. can that happen? Well, again, uh, we as we talked before the show. Um, it depends, there, there's a number here that we don't have that's not provided by WalletHub, the amount of the student population that factors into this. And also, as I mentioned too, some school districts do not collect a school district income tax, like Athens City Schools does, whereas Alexander local schools do not collect a school district income tax. So that factors in as well. We don't have that information from WalletHub, too. So without those, I don't know if we can get an accurate view of why it is higher other than they spend more per pupil. And, again, with the population of students there in uh, elementary and secondary school, we don't know those numbers.
8: Okay, coming in at 170th. Is the first of our local schools, and that is Federal Hocking. Um. Do we need to deal with the details, or can, should we scroll down and find um, the next local? Yeah,
7: let's let's do let's do. Let's scroll. Well, no, let's do the income. Okay. okay. Go In, ahead. Income is nearly forty-eight thousand. And they spend just a little over fourteen thousand per student. So, keep that in mind when we move on to the next local. One that you have there. Okay. Uh, the
8: next one that I highlighted was Gallia County. Um, let's let's go on to more local. Okay. More local than that. Yeah. I mean. Wellston Trimble. Trim. Here's Trimble.
7: At number two seventy-two. Okay. I gotta go down there. Okay.
8: Now, the average in household income, thirty-three six. Yeah. The co- the cost, uh, or rather, what they spend on per pupil to for their education, sixteen one.
7: Okay. Now the median income, again, uh, is part of the factor in this. Is about 14,000 less than Federal Hawking. However, they spend more per student. Again, but we don't have those numbers of how many students there are.
8: Uh, I highlighted Wellston and Worcester also. Logan Hawking, do we do them or skip? Um, let's skip. Okay. Vinton County um let's go down and see if we can get here's Alexander ninth out of 610 okay they say the average household income out there is fifty one thousand nine hundred they say the the expenditure per pupil is eleven thousand almost eight hundred Yeah, so so we, it comes in at 349th out of 610.
7: Yeah. So we go from almost 48,000 at Federal Hawking to almost 34,000 at Trimble to almost 52,000 at Alexander. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. But they're all spending uh, ballpark the same. Okay, Alexander, around 12,000 per student. Trimble, a uh, little over sixteen thousand per student and federal hawking, a little over fourteen thousand.
8: We're short on time and we've we yes, got we are. okay, so I got Megs, I got Belpre, we'll skip those yep. Jackson. Yep. Athens, city schools. 469th it's rated. And uh, they say the average per household income here is thirty seven nine. The expenditure per student thirteen two. Now, granted, we have a lot of students here that are not having incomes and things like that, so that drives the the per average household down, right? Yeah.
7: When you say you mean OU students, yeah, which factors in, yes. But anyway, your um, reaction to Athens City. Uh, I'm not surprised that it's a little lower because of the fact you just mentioned there. A lot of students report zero income, which pulls down that average median income per household in the Athens City School District.
8: Nelsonville, York. Uh, What do we got? Forty seconds. Yeah. Uh, Is ranked 521st. They say the average household income there is 367 the cost per student that, that this, uh, is uh, 12700 I guess we've done enough, right? Yeah, I think we got them. Folks, it's complicated, but um, I don't know if, if we should be proud or not. I, it just doesn't make sense to me, but uh, I'm going to look into it a little bit more. Folks, okay. we are out of time. We'll see you again tomorrow. Have a great day. And um, keep your fingers crossed that we can avoid some... In our 71st year of
1: service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970
3: and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H.
2: is cbs news on the hour presented by indeed.com
0: i'm deborah rodriguez for the third day in a row florida has set a state record for covid hospitalizations it's had almost 50,000 new infections over the same period wtsp tv's casey Britton is in tampa largo medical center chief nursing officer amelia russell says right now she's seeing the impact of the delta variant
6: we're seeing a high percentage of icu patients uh, which typically means that they require ventilator
0: encouraging people to get vaccinated to protect patients, but also to prevent any other dangerous COVID-19 variants from forming. The majority of our patients are unvaccinated. As for third shots, Brown University's Dr. Ashish Jha tells CBS this morning. I don't know that everybody in America needs a
2: booster. I, I think I haven't seen any data to that suggest that's true, but I think for some high risk people, boosters
0: make a lot of sense. The World Health Organization's just called for a moratorium on boosters to make shots available for for people in poorer countries. A former president has scrapped plans for a big birthday celebration after an outcry over COVID. CBS's Allison Keyes. The party was set to be held outside at former President Obama's lavish digs on Martha's Vineyard, with guests including Oprah Winfrey, Steven Spielberg, and George Clooney. But now a spokeswoman for the 44th president says due to the new spread of the Delta variant, the Obamas have decided to significantly scale back the event to include only family and close friends. Mr. Obama turns 60 today. Democrats from President Biden on down are calling on New York Governor Andrew Cuomo to resign after a state investigation found he sexually harassed 11 women. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio tells CBS this morning he harassed them.
1: He assaulted them in several cases. It's not even close. And then
0: he has the audacity to say, oh, you know, I like to hug people. Cuomo released a video that included photos showing him hugging and kissing women and men, something he says his parents taught him to do
3: to show compassion.
0: A Canadian sprinter takes gold and sets a national record. CBS's Steve Futterman is at the Olympics in Tokyo.
3: It's a North American sweep, but it's a Canadian who gets the gold. Andre de Grasse comes through with an explosive final 50 meters to win the race. In second place, Kenny Bednarik of the U.S., third place, the pre-race favorite, Noah Lyles. A
0: A punk rock drummer's lost his job because he hasn't gotten vaccinated against COVID. The The Offsprings, Pete Parada, says his bandmates have dropped him, even though his doctor ordered him not to get shots because he has Guillain-Barre syndrome, a disorder that attacks the body's immune system. The Dow is down 173 points. This is CBS News.
2: With Indeed Instant Match, just sponsor a post and immediately receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit indeed.com slash credit. At Shell, we know from the time you get up to the time you wrap up, Good night. there's a lot of meetups, eatups, and hurryups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the fuel rewards program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. And engines that continuously use Shell V Power Nitro Plus premium gasoline. See full terms and conditions at fuelrewards.com. Cooking with all things fresh, sponsored by Bank of America. The key to Rachel Ray's spicy chicken parm is a killer sauce.
4: I have some garlic simmering in olive oil. Add to that a little Calabrian chili paste, a little stock, a little sun-dried tomato paste, nice tomatoes,
0: sugar, or you can add a little drizzle of honey.
2: Brought to you by the Bank of America Customized Cash Rewards Credit Card. You can earn 3% cash back on online shopping, making the essentials even more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation.
0: Newswire services will help combat misinformation on social media. Twitter has teamed up with the Associated Press and Reuters to help elevate accurate information on its platform. The social media giant says the new curation team will help explain why certain subjects are trending, show more information and news from trusted sources, and debunk any misinformation that's posted. Twitter says the goal is to help its nearly 200 million users put content into context to make more informed decisions